What is more exciting than watching a game end on a Hail Mary? Can you guys name anything better? Ending a game on a lateral. That's actually yeah. that's pretty that's pretty good too. <laughs> I agree. But to be fair, this is this wasn't just a regular Hail Mary. It was two fantasy stars that were probably winning you weeks with this last last ditch throw, which is uh, Kyler Murray to DeAndre Hopkins to end the game. And it was crazy. It was. He definitely dunked on them. Uh, man, it's hard to say how many times I've seen a game end on a lateral, but I feel like these Hail Marys are getting more and more frequent. That was, Mega, uh, that was Megatron-like. It was very Megatron-like. It was crazy. There's a guy in front of him, a guy behind him, and a guy to the side. Talk about a real <laughs> gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> the Bears could have done it, but uh, well, not last second, but they could have done it, and they just suck. When when could they have done it? Last game. They're down one score, and they just you know blow. Oh, I see. At the end, the the. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I was trying to look for uh, Hail Marys in the NFL, and I see the, I get the uh, the religious um, fail Mary. No, I get the I get the religious context in Wikipedia for the as a first search. What? Oh, because is it because they read what? So uh, this is week 10 of the YFTS podcast. This is Stat Host Moderator Kelvin, joined with Eddie Two-Time and Jack Gurley. Yep. Yes, sir. And we are going to break down everything that happened in week 10. And oh, really? You... No, we'll break down some of it here and there. Not all of it. Not all of it. We're, we're too good for all of it. Yeah. They had to come to us. Uh, and then we're going to preview a little bit of week 11. In fantasy football, and of course, you always want to start off with the grim news, uh, with the injury report. Take it away. Uh, there's not much major injury reports except Drew Brees. Uh, he was hit pretty hard. He broke what two ribs and uh and uh, what and uh. Punctured lung. Yeah, punctured lung. There we go. I couldn't couldn't come out of my mouth right now. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Uh. But he's only uh, scheduled for to miss two to three weeks. I guess it depends on his pain tolerance. But uh, I feel like they should just hold him out until he's fully healthy. There's no point of risking his injury. Yeah, risking the team is fine. You have, you, you have famous Winston on the fucking team. Exactly. Uh, I think he helps every aspect of fantasy-wise. I think everyone does. Everyone thinks that James is going to resurrect the value of the receivers for the Saints. Uh, as they should, unless Sean, Sean Payton controls him and limits his upside, but we never know yet. But uh, I don't think it, you should you shouldn't downgrade Michael Thomas or Kamara. These two guys are automatically the everyday starters now. Michael Thomas is actually off the f- report; he is not on injury report anymore. Hey, uh, I think that's, that's pretty much it. Uh, you guys start James Winston as quarterback. 
Yes. Playing Atlanta this week, 100%. Yeah, I like it too. Uh, on side news, uh, for some reason, Taysom Hill has tight end eligibility in ESPN leagues. Uh, it, it's a weird scenario. You know, the, the Titans are pretty scarce right now. Uh, Absolutely scarce. I just want, I just want to get, tell Yahoo to step their game up. Will you be starting Taysom Hill as a tight end? I'm starting him in my ESPN league. If you don't have the top three or top four tight ends? I'm starting because I have Evan Ingram. He's on bye this week. so Yeah, I don't see like- any downside. Seems like a nice little shot in the dark. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. The, he has the ability to throw a touchdown and catch one, of course, and run it, or, and run for one, and run uh, it, and kick return. Yep. So he he has a lot of potential to score touchdowns, especially Drew Brees out. He's probably going to be used quite a bit because uh, Sean Payton loves using him. Uh, duh, duh, duh. uh no side news. Mike Davis. Uh, I think he dislocated his finger, uh, but he did come back. But and CMC doesn't look like he's playing this week again. So I'm um, against the Lions, who are one of the worst teams against the run. How do you guys feel about Mike Davis? He has given you teams back to back to back to weeks under ten points. Back to back to back. Uh, four times, four weeks in a row. You have to start him. I'm pretty sure you don't have much, many options other than Mike Davis. So I, I think he has. You have to throw him in. But I'd be wary of. Bonifon, if he's not as healthy as he was in prior weeks, huh. um, but yeah, I think he's a he's still a must start. Will you barbecue? Will you start Burkhead over him? It depends. If you're if you're looking for more upside, I think Burkhead has more touchdown upside, which is weird to say because Mike Davis should have all the goal line carries, but he hasn't been in the last couple of weeks, and they're throwing the ball a ton. Um, and Burkhead, he he actually. Last two weeks, yeah. Last two weeks, he's been used a lot, and against the Rams team this week. uh, He's not not, not the Rams. Sorry about that. (laughs) He's racing the Texans today this week. Yeah. Oh, that's a great matchup, and he's basically gobbling up all of James White's work. I mean, James White's basically been non-existent, but knowing Bill Belichick and he knows the brains of fantasy players, he's going to be like, you know what? It's going to be a James White week. So. There's you can run that risk when you start Rex, Bur- Rex Burkhead, but he's been great and he Are looks you, good. You're gonna start either one of those guys, and it's gonna be a fourth uh, running back that's gonna lead the league. Lead the Brandon game. Bolden out of nowhere. He's gonna come out is of he's nowhere. He's still in the league. I don't know. <laughs> Probably is. I think that guy always pops out of nowhere <laughs> for uh, one week. Uh, yeah. Moving on to the next player, Terry Bridgewater got, uh, left the game uh, with a knee injury, but it's not believed to be serious. So he, he does have a chance to play this week. If he doesn't play, uh, PJ Walker will be the next guy up. Uh, he played XFL last year or earlier this year before COVID. Uh, he looked good there, but I mean, if he starts, do you downgrade all the receivers? He's not much of a thrower. He's a uh, more of a running back than quarterback, but he does make plays. Um, I would have to downgrade most receivers. Uh, I think I'm still starting Robbie Anderson with confidence, but Curtis Samuel and DJ Moore, I would, I would probably have to downgrade them slot. So, like, DJ Moore, more of a wide receiver, three flex. And I think Curtis Samuel is only a flex. Uh, moving on to the next injury. Jermichael Hasty broke his collarbone. He's, uh, he's expected to miss the rest of the season. Uh, Mostar might be back this week. There's no updates yet. 
Uh, it's looking likely he's not going to be back. So, wait. But I don't even care. They don't buy this week anyways. <laughs> yeah. But next week, the 49ers only have two running backs left. And, hey man, they're a run-heavy team. Uh, I feel like McKinnon would be continue to be startable for the rest of the season as long as just those two receivers. Maybe. Maybe. You just don't like I him. still like Mostert. Uh, of course it's I just... do. But then he, he, he has been out. He's been hurt twice already, two different occasions. He went on the IR twice too, right? Yeah. No, the first time he didn't want IR, right? I think. Yeah, no, no, he wasn't. The first time he wasn't, he was just hurt. So this, he's been two injuries, right? So he's not durable. So McKinnon is still a stash at, at the worst. Oh, case he's definitely scenario. stashed. At the worst case scenario, he's a stash. Uh, next injury: Matthew Stafford got hurt. Uh, he hurts dumb. Uh, it doesn't sound like nothing serious, but he did not practice today at all. He didn't even throw it, the ball. It said he partially torn his thumb, right? Did it? Yeah, I think so. Oh, right. so he partially thrown, but they say they say it's nothing. They, he could still possibly play, but he hasn't played at all this week, practicing wise. So Marvin Jones hasn't practiced either. Amadola hasn't practiced, but Galladay has returned to practice. So, uh, I mean, I guess if he's if Galladay's playing, you have to start him, no matter who the quarterback is. Yep. Uh, anyone else? Uh, I don't think there's much injuries left. Uh, there's a few people returning. Uh, Calvin Ridley is practicing. Uh, Montgomery should be good this week also. Uh, Carl's high. They, they needed Montgomery, man. Yeah, no. And they he's looked, been bad. He's been bad. And they didn't know, I don't get why the Bears don't – they didn't get any running back. Like When Fournette was available, I'm when conf- Bell was available. Even, yeah. even before all this, even the beginning of the season, they, only, they knew they only had one well, – as soon as Terry Cohen went down. They only had one running back on the roster. Yep. It made no sense. Uh, Thursday night game, quick update. Chris Carson is looking unlikely to play, but he's getting close to coming back. Carlos High had full practice today, so he might be back. Uh, what do you guys feel uh, Carlos High this week? Uh, I do. I like him. I mean, he's going to be the starting running back for the Seahawks, and he's probably going to be guaranteed a touchdown. Uh, he's going to get the workload, so I, I definitely he's worth an RB2 start. Man, I'm weary because you saw what Alex Collins did uh, on Sunday. Uh, he looked good. Scored and, a touchdown. And even even not touchdown, he's getting four or five yards of carry. And I'm a little nervous about them going with the hot hand uh, for the game. So we'll see what happens. I believe in Carlos Hyde. Yeah, I mean, hopefully the run game picks up because Russell Wilson looked bad last week while running game, a well legit run game. Uh, Eckler is supposed to come back week 12. He says so on his Twitch stream, but who knows, man? If you've been holding on, <laughs> the, the news, Twitch stream news. <laughs> yeah, he hey, streams. He streams I, love, I love that. I love that though. I love. <laughs> he, it. he streams every day, so he's himself literally saying, uh, yep. "I mean, if you're holding on for this long already, you're holding him on for the rest of the season. There's no way you're getting rid of him. Uh, whether you're in a bottom bracket or a top bracket, he's gonna return value once he comes back." Uh, Joe Mixon, I don't know what's going on with this. They've been very, very shady and vague. Him, him and Chris Carson have the same exact injury. But they've been so, so shady he, about it. I know. Well, so have uh, the Seahawks. They hold him out of practice, too. He's just, you know, he's just uh, not playing. Yeah, but they, 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 the difference to, between the two organizations, Seahawks constantly release news updates about whether he's playing or what he's practicing or not. Mixon is usually just... They didn't practice. That's it. 
no report, nothing. It just seems so. It. it seems so vague about it. I don't know. Uh, and uh, like I mentioned to Eddie earlier today, one team is in contention, the other one is not. If this could be a, a further injured the foot, I mean, why will you start? Why will you play your investment if you could further injure his feet? And we're not saving for next year. Um, please don't say that. Yeah, no, I'm just saying this is obviously an excellent. You, you just think of these wild scenarios, especially since the Bengals have been so quiet about everything. Uh, they, they, all the reports that are coming out about Mixon has been coming out from beat reporters. It hasn't even been coming out from the Bengals organization. The only reason but, I could think that they would even consider playing him if he's really hurt would be just get more reps in with Joe Burrow right now. But even then, it could be like a first-half play-and-sit kind of thing. Uh, I don't know. It just it, a foot injury is something that could be re-injured easily. So I don't know. And, and Gio Bernard is not a bad running back to be there to help Burrow. Oh, I just it's kind of risky. I mean, if he does come back, he's obviously a plug-in RB one too. So hopefully he does come back. For my sake too. Yep. Uh, Gaskin is supposed to be out coming back for another week or two, but our man has looked very good. He actually looked better than him. This past two weeks. Looks better than a lot of running backs. Yes. Where the fuck did he come from? I know. It's crazy. Uh, I don't know. I think he, he's a decent, I think he could start for the rest of the, year, rest of the season. Especially I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go and say that just because. I think he's earned more playing time. He cut. They Certainly. cut Jordan Howard because they're confident. Well, Jordan Howard guy. looked like crap. Yeah, but you, you don't cut a running back. You're not confident, uh, confident, confident on your other running backs. Okay, they got Patrick Laird. Yeah, they got, they got he, the book. He, he got 21 carries. Huh? He had 21 carries this week. So Gaskin does that too. Yeah, but I think gonna... Gaskin. Wait, who's the Bible? Patrick Laird. Oh, they call him the Bible. Who calls him the Bible? Eddie does. Himself. Whenever he <laughs> oh, wow. You can't say Dave if it's just you, Eddie. No, himself. Oh, he calls himself Michael. the Bible? <laughs> yes. What a terrible nickname. Cause, cause, I wonder if he uh, doesn't yell Mary's before he goes to sleep. <laughs> whenever he's. Okay. <laughs> Whenever he scores a touchdown, he opens the Bible. Incredible. Yeah. That's not much. Times. It's a terrible celebration. But I don't know. Unless, look- unless, unless he carries the Bible in his pants and he takes it out. That would be, <laughs> yeah. be crazy. Continue, Jack. But I think Ahmed looked good. Uh, sometimes, uh, what they say, like, you, when you're given the opportunity, you run with it, right? Uh, yeah. Gaskin, Gaskin wasn't a world beater. He wasn't amazing when he was playing. He was good, but he wasn't amazing. And this team could support two running backs. They don't. They don't want to force Tua to be the the main focus and throw him out there. And the defense allows the two running backs to both. I think to support both running backs this rest of the season. That's the thing. If you could believe that two running backs could could uh, survive in this backfield and produce for fantasy, then sure, I guess. I guess they could both start, but I, I am not a believer in both. It Me depends neither. on who who wins the the goal line battle and who wins the passing work. Yeah. And it's not going to be much passing work to begin with. Yeah, no, but I'm I'm just going off the possibility of having because the defense has been looking very good. So, oh yeah, that means more run running for the team. But Ahmed has looked more explosive in the last two weeks than Gaskin has all season. That's true. I'm, I'm so, not going to argue against that. I mean, I, I, I can't predict the future, but he's someone I think you, could, you should stash 100%. Yep. Or and you could probably – He's, he's, he's startable yeah. until Gaskin comes back, and then you, you wait, wait and see, see what yeah. happens. 
Uh, that's pretty much all the updates, I think, this week. Uh, that's important to look at. CMC's looking at the play again this week. Uh, who else? David Johnson star IR. Yep. Uh, Jimmy G's not coming back this year. I don't think so. Uh, that's pretty much it, I think. Debo Samuel might be back after the bye. So he's someone that you can keep watch out if he's if he's in your free agent pool. You can pick him up. And that's pretty much it. Nice. I mean, it's nice to hear that there's no, like, huge names or any significant injuries other than the Drew Brees one. Um, so that's oh, – uh, I do want to bring up one thing. Uh, the Rams, even though he is not a fantasy player, Whitworth went down this week. Yeah, that's he a big He is blow. a very key component to that team. He has been the, one of the best free agent signings in the last few years. He's been – that good, even though he's old. And for those who don't know, Wentworth is a offensive lineman, so yeah. the run game is is going to take a hit for the Rams. Even golf, because he protects his blind side, and that's yep. a, and that's a key part that's missing. So I'm mean, looking forward, moving forward. Obviously, I mean, you're starting Robert Woods Cup and stuff like that. The running back, Daryl Henderson, you're starting, but it's something to it's something worth watching out for. Nice. That's a good, that's a good one. Uh, good point. And that's gonna wrap up the injury report. Uh, give our and best then, to Drew. Then, then, then. <laughs> yeah, give our best to Drew Brees. Hopefully, he gets better and comes back for the playoffs because the Saints aren't going anywhere without him. I think. Wow, don't favor famous Winston. I mean, like we said, he's a great. You had this conversation on Sunday. He's a great fantasy quarterback, but he's not Yo, bringing that team to victory. He made Sean Payton eat the W. Oh God, that's the, <laughs> the worst. Can you imagine him sticking his W Pre-game. in Sean Payton's mouth? Stop it, please. Disgusting. Oh man. All right, just uh real quick before we move on. Uh I got a list of Hail Marys uh to talk about real quick. Do you guys do you guys know the last time a Hail Mary was completed in the in the end of the fourth quarter? The end of it? Yeah. It wasn't a, it, it wasn't the Hail Mary, was it? No. Because that wasn't an actual Hail Mary, what? Right? Yes, it was. Was it, it was. off? It's like a forty no, it was like a thirty five Yard pass. Was it picked off? No. Was it picked off? It was picked off. That's no, why it was, it was a failure. No, it was a catch. It was a catch, but it wasn't supposed to be a catch. Yeah. By the, uh, right. okay, by so the replacement this, refs. Right, right. So that means the Seahawks yes, got that, right? Is that what it was? Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Because I remember losing that because they forced the defense to come back out to kick the extra point, and I lost five points because of yeah, defense. So, so that was in uh, 2012. So no, that, there, there was one after that. And Rodgers. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which way? Which one? To the, Against Detroit? Nope. The Bears? Nope. No. no. In the same year as the Detroit one. It was in the playoffs against the Cardinals. Uh, damn. So in 2015 was the last time uh, Hail Mary was completed in the fourth quarter. The last four were always at a half. Mm. And, and even better, according to Wikipedia, the miraculous uh, throw from Murray to Dehop this past Sunday has been dubbed the Hail Murray. Ugh. For like Kyler Murray. Yeah, we know. Yeah, we get it. You guys don't like that? I thought it was pretty funny. Hail Murray. It's good, right? Sure. Yes. Oh, all right, fine. <laughs> all right, let's, let's go on. Continue with the podcast. Um, let's go to our movie theater segment. 
which by the way, I want to give a PSA for all those people who have AMC A-list. They've officially extended the reactivation period from December 1st to March 1st. So you, do not have, you don't have to pay uh, until March 1st. Oh, and, but the thing is, then they're not going to open movie theaters again. I'm pretty sure they're going to close them soon. And if that's the case, yeah. then you better cancel that soon. Before March 1st, obviously. All right, pits and cages. Let's do it. Buongiorno. Oh, no, not the beast! Grazie. Not the beast! Uh, si, uh, corretto. Ah! Who wants to start it off? I'll go first. All right. My pit this week is Ronald Jones with 192 yards and a touchdown. And on your bench. Hilarious. He should be on your bench. He should not be starable. But... The fact that he fumbled on his first drive and still got so many carries afterwards is promising. But lost the fumble. Yeah, he lost the fumble. It, it's still pro- it's very promising. But you're still afraid of Fournette for some fucking reason because uh, Bruce Arians is just so stubborn. <laughs> he does not want to give the ball to Ronald Jones. Actually, looked very good running the ball this year when given the workload. He does. He but, looks like he, he probably looks like the best running back other than Dalvin Cook. But they wanted to make. They want to make a Fournette a thing for some reason. Ronald Jones is the third rusher leader in the season, which is bizarre. Yep. Uh, I don't know, but moving forward is more of a wait and see, I guess. Uh, I guess in good matchups, if you are in a pickle, you could start him. I think he's more of a. I think I think he's definitely flex worthy. Hey Jack, Jack, what if what if you're in a picnic? Would you start him too? Uh, yes, because then <laughs> sometimes you have pickles at the picnic. Ooh, nice. There you go. <laughs> For the reference, you must listen to our previous podcast. <laughs> Don't remember which week. It was, wasn't last week? to all of them. Nah, it was no. like two weeks ago. Two, two weeks ago? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, listen to all of them anyway. It's fine. Yeah. You want to go next, Eddie? Sure. My pick this week, DeAndre Swift. 21 touches, five catches, almost 150 total yards and a touchdown. I wanted this guy prior to the week. Um... But, I mean, trade deadlines in most leagues are have come and gone. Probably can't get him. And he's probably going to be an, a solid RB2 for the rest of the year with RB1 upside. So, they finally gave him the workload, unlike Ronald Jones. I mean, for me, it's, still, it's still the same boat for me. The map are going to randomly just, hey, I want to give Adrian Peterson 20 carries today. Not after this game. Peter, Peterson after. still starts the game, and he still gets uh, that first two drives. I still think that could happen. I don't think so. I need to see a snap share. Hold on. It's literally the same as Bill Belichick. We'll continue while you look that up to snap share, okay? Yes. All right, my um, pit this week is Cole Beasley. Beasley. You know what? He was Beasley this week. Uh, Oh, snap share. It's not even close. Yeah, 73. 73% of the snaps. Yeah, but the week before that, he had 40. And the week before that, he had 60%. That that was prior – to him exploding like this. Hey, Eddie, Eddie, what was the snap share in the first two drives? I don't know. It's hard to tell that. Yeah, no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, so anyway, my, my, my pit this week, uh, Cole Beasley, he had a monster of a game catching 11 of 13 targets for 109 yards and a touchdown. Uh, the game did favor him uh, in that the Bills were throwing the ball a lot. Uh, and it's kind of the game that the that the Cardinals always get into, uh, just this passing frenzy back and forth. 
and uh, he had a great game. Uh, I think he's been really solid this week for a guy that can give you a solid 10 points minimum. Um, and if you need a flex start here and there, uh, there's still bye weeks going on. He could be the guy to go to. Wait, are they on? They're on bye this He's week. on bye. Uh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Scratch that last part. You can start. You can still start him. Yeah, yeah, he's still. Yeah, you can still start him if you want to lose, or if you're like me and you've gone nine and one in our league, or if you want to troll. Yeah, you could troll. All right, so that's, I'll I'll snake it up and start giving you my cage. No, my, my cage this week. Uh, I'm pretty sure he's been on the list before. James Conner. Nice. Uh, he rushed the ball 13 yards, sorry, 13 times for 36 yards and caught two receptions for 12 yards. Uh, and I'm going to touch on this a little bit in the, in the did you knows, but in a game where they were up big early, um, you would think that he'd get a lot more uh, rushing attempts and yards. And it just seems like they're – they're being really safe about running him or running in general, the Steelers. And they're letting just Big Ben continue to throw. Uh, and it doesn't look great. I mean, I, I was really confident in Connor. He looked good at times. Uh, but I don't know, man. It's, it's kind of worrisome. Especially like in a trash. game like this. He doesn't look good. Um, but Big Ben, I, I, I think they're more comfortable him throwing short passes as an extension of the run game then let James Conner run, which is weird because in past seasons or every other season, they always had a, a bell cow, and he, he's definitely not playing like one. Or he could be hurt. Maybe he's just not really releasing anything. I don't see the need for him to play if they're hurt. Oh, I mean, that's why, they, that's why they're not using him too much. Maybe he's not that hurt. He's like minor injuries and then trying to ail it. Yeah, while. but then play Benny Snell. Yeah, I, I'm just throwing out different scenarios that could possibly – because he looked good in the first half of the season. Yeah, oh, definitely. But last two weeks, he, he looked looks awful. Terrible. And they're against shitty teams. Cupcake. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't, I'm, just, I'm just throwing out a scenario that possibly maybe they might, they might be hiding an injury. Or he might be hiding it. Oh, yeah, that too. So I'm just saying, I'm, I'm, just throwing, I'm just throwing out scenarios. All right, anyway, uh, that's my cage. You're still starting him. Yeah, yeah, you're not, yeah, for sure. You're not mentioning him. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, give us your cage. Uh, my cage this week, wait, wait. A.J. Brown. Yeah, 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 it was your next, yeah. Sorry. Yes, A.J. Brown, one catch, 20 on yards, dropped a long touchdown. I think the rest of the season, obviously he's going to be producing. Um, but consistency, I think, is going to be lacking in comparison to the previous weeks because every single other week he's had 100 yards or a touchdown or both in every single other week prior to this one. And he's having he's gonna have some uh, bad matchups along the way. So he's gonna face India again. He's he's facing Baltimore this week. I think it's safe to say he could be doo doo trash this week. But um, yeah, I think consistent our, our wide receiver one is gonna be out the window. I think he's more of a matchup based wide receiver one and hopeful wide receiver two three in tougher matchups. Hmm. Juicy. Uh, guess it's my turn. Yep, my cage is Mr. Unlimited. Uh, he has zero touchdowns this week, Mr. Limited. Yeah, he's Mr. Limited now. This guy went from uh, uh, from MVP, he he tried to lower, lower his expectations before he goes back up again because it was too high. So he mm-hmm. threw zero touchdowns this week, 248 yards. He gave us a whopping five points in my league, in our league. 
Uh, I'm assuming he won't have another bad game, but it is not it is noteworthy that he doesn't do as well against the Rams. And they versed him on week 16, which could be championship week for most people. It's concerning, but I mean, he's still, you're still starting him every week. And hopefully they get to fix that run game to help him out a little bit. Yeah, it would definitely uh, benefit me since I played you this week. Nah, nah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, and that's going to wrap up uh, the pits and cages. All right, so let's move on to our next segment, the RKOs and the DDTs. We got some good stuff for y'all. Oh, uh, by the way, Randy Orton lost his title. Yep. Good. This is the first I time. That. That's the first time like, in, in five years I, yeah, that yeah. someone I lost a title. I think, you're exactly, I think you exactly got it right. It's, five, it's been five years since someone lost a title on Raw. It was crazy. <laughs> good. They really didn't want him to win the title. No, for some they, reason, I, they, they let him, though, for some reason. <laughs> they, they want him to have the most titles. I guarantee it. Oh, that's so dumb. Man, that's doo-doo trash. All right, so I I will I will get it started this week uh, and give you my RKO. My RKO this week is going to be Hayden Hurst against nice. the New Orleans Saints. Uh, this game is going to be a little weird. I think it's going to be a complete shootout. Um, like we talked about, James Winston – He's one of those guys that could definitely uh, light up the scoreboard uh, and also give a lot of picks. And what I think is going to happen is uh, he will pick, uh, throw two picks, giving the Falcons great position in the red zone, and Hayden Hurst is going to cash in on some touchdowns uh, at the tight end position. For this week. I, I like hearing this. Uh, yeah, I think it's uh, very likely that this could happen. Nice. So I book like. it, two touchdowns for Hayden Hurst. Oh, oh, he said book it. He went from likely to book it. Oh, I like that. Oh, I likely booked it. <laughs> <laughs> Should I go next or you want to go next? I'll go next. By RKO this week, Emmanuel Sanders. What's are you, Emmanuel Sanders? Oh, same James game. Winston. Yeah. Jameis Winston, you know what he does. He gives value to the wide receivers. I understand he's in a new offense. He's probably going to try not try, uh, try to not turn the ball over like he's uh, accustomed to. But even so, I think he's going to target the wide receivers and Emmanuel Sanders is part of that group. So I think he's going to have a, a great game against this really terrible secondary. I hope, hopefully you're right too, because I do not want Michael Thomas to be the one blowing up. So I'm not oh, I'm not saying Michael Thomas. No, I'm hoping you're Michael right. Tam- so that's no, less points. My- there could be a world where Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders both blow up. Yes, I understand, but because San- Sanders doesn't – Sanders took some of those away, so it's better. That's what I'm saying. Yes. But, yeah. I think I think with Jameis Winston, I think he's a, a flex option. Is that why you picked him up? At minimum. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I might start him this week, actually. Ugh. That's risky. Yep. But, yeah, that's my RKO. Yeah. Mario KO is from the same game. Wow. It's, it's not, oh, I'm, just oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Got him. Got him. I'll, I'll mute myself now. <laughs> uh, Mario KO this week is 
I'm going to be a homer this week, and uh, I'm going to go with the Eagles player. J.M. Hmm. Rager breaks out this week with 150 hmm. yards and two touchdowns Holy shit. against the Browns. Uh, he's he. I feel like he's the most talented receiver they have. He just this is his third week back from injury from not playing for six weeks. He's slowly getting back in the groove, and I feel like Wentz will hit at least one big bomb to him, at least one. But I'm saying he gets scored two touchdowns and over 150 yards this week. Who are our KOs last week? I think we pretty uh, much hit on all of them. I think so. My RKO last week was. Mine was Michael Pittman. Uh, mine was mine was T.Y. Hilton. I think he had a pretty good game. Not who mine was. He had eight points. Okay, never mind. I, I, I didn't hit. You didn't hit. Yeah. Who did Nick pick last week? Um, I don't remember. He hit though. Damn it. Oh, it was uh, it was um. Uh, I don't know. We'll we'll we'll, we'll come to us. But uh, good. Who did I pick for Arkill last week? I don't remember either. Damn, I have awful memory. Uh, give us your DDT, Jack. I don't want to give my DDT. My DDT this week is Darren Waller gets shut down by the Chiefs secondary mm-hmm. and Tyron Matthews this week. Last time they played each other, he was pretty much shut down. He got one touchdown to save his day. Uh, I feel like this week the Chiefs have been the Chiefs team has actually been looking much better lately, and they lost to the Raiders last time. You know, me out for revenge. And I did this shutdown, Waller. I mean, you can't bench him because him getting five, six points is still probably better than most Titans, anyways. <laughs> That's true. I think I think Nick's RKO was a uh, quarter out Patterson. I think so too. That was his. That was his bold prediction. Uh, oh, then Josh Reynolds. Yes, oh, Josh yes. Reynolds, yeah. Yeah. He hit. All right. Uh, give us your DDT, uh, Eddie. I do trash player of the week. Tom Brady versus the Rams. Uh, I know he has the weapons around him. I know the running game has been flourishing, but the Rams defense have been really good. Despite, I know they, they've been beating up on the, the NFC East, but their defense is really good and they match up well with their receivers. Um, I don't think Tom Brady is going to score more than two touchdowns. This Rams defense has allowed only nine passing touchdowns on the season, which is kind of ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, Tom Brady, he has a down game. It's going to be hard to bench, but I think you can find options on the waiver that I would rather start I mean, over him this week. The, the Rams have been looking good lately, so the defense yeah. is picking up. And, uh, Shut yeah. down Russell Wilson, too. Yep. And, yeah, I just realized my RK last week was T. Higgins. Nice. That's a hit. Good job. I'm so good at this game. Uh, also, uh, Nick's DDT was DK Metcalf. Oh, he had a bad game. Look at that. Yeah. Who would you rather start, guys? James Winston or Tom Brady? Uh, James Winston. Uh, Me too. I'm starting Tom Brady. Kirk Cousins or Tom? Well, Tom Brady. Say. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I'll give you my DDT for this week. Uh, it's going to be Aaron Jones. Uh, he has looked just okay after coming back from injury. Um, and oh, I forgot who they're playing this weekend. I had it in my head. The Colts. Indy. Right, right, Indianapolis. And Indianapolis is definitely one of the better run defenses in the league. Uh, I just think it's time to – it's a week that you will want to temper your expectations on Aaron Jones. Um, 
Jamal Williams has been more involved in the passing game with Aaron Rodgers uh, since Aaron Rodgers' injury. I think they're managing his reps a little more. Uh, I don't believe the Packers will lose this game, but I don't think Aaron Jones is going to have uh, a game that will impress you. Why don't you believe, why, why don't you believe the Packers are going to lose this game? I just think the Packers are much better than the Colts. They're not, I don't think they're much better. They have a better I, quarterback. Maybe not much better, but they're better. They just have, they just have a better quarterback. I think it's a tough matchup for the Packers. Uh, it'll be it'll be a your, good game, to say the least. So, to your point with Aaron Jones, what happens if Devontae Adams is limited or out? Is he is he is he questionable right now? Yes, his he ankle is fucked up. Mm. Yeah, we forgot to mention that. Yeah, I did. but we're mentioning yeah. it now. Yep. Uh, I mean, I, I, like I said, you're not mentioning Aaron, Aaron Jones. That's um, true. I mean, he, I, he, I, I still think the same thing. I think it's something. I think he. Should I think he's a guaranteed touchdown no, I mean, without Devontae Adams. The reason why he mentioned that when whenever Adams is out, he targets yep. the running backs a lot afterwards. Yep. Like those yep. 12, 14 targets well, what, goes to running backs. What's up with Lazard? Is he back this week? He yes. is activated. So he should be. So he couldn't come back. He couldn't come back last week. You know. <laughs> MVS. Uh, but Adam, if Adams is out, another good, I think it could be another game for MVS. Um, that's besides the point, though. Yeah. Like I said, Aaron Jones hasn't rushed for more than 60 yards since in the two games back. Um, this is a tough rush defense. But like you guys said, if Devontae Adams is out, Aaron Jones does like targeting his running backs uh, in the receiving game. So we'll see. But I'm going to stick with my DT as Aaron Jones. That's bold. We have bold ones. We, we literally threw out, like, top five in East position. Yep. <laughs> We're uh, pretty bold in our DDTs. Uh, bold DDTs. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was trying to combine them together, but it didn't come out. <laughs> and that's going <laughs> to that's gonna wrap up uh, the RKOs and the DDTs. And let's move, continue to keep this rolling with some uh, did you knows. Uh, I have no trivia for you guys today, but these will be quite fascinating, if you ask me. Of course, you. If you ask me, I'm always gonna say that. Since I got them, let's let's get on with it. Uh, we've talked about the Hail Murray a couple of times already this uh, t- in this podcast. Uh, so, did you guys know that Kyler Murray is the first player in NFL history to collect at least two rushing touchdowns and the game-winning passing touchdown in the same game? Hmm. That, I mean, that's kind of hard to do. It's extremely hard to do. <laughs> I mean, how many how many quarterbacks are rushing two touchdowns in a game already, and yeah, then exactly. you're throwing the game-winning passing touchdown? It's it's very rare. So limited uh, opportunities. Yes, uh, with Kyler Murray, I I want to wonder. I'm I'm gonna check this up myself. What 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 would he rank as a running back with his rushing stats? He's a top five, isn't he? He has to be right. He has like, like eight, 10, like 10 touchdowns. touchdowns. Yeah, that's more than anyone in the league. I'm going to uh, do it for myself. It's not more than Dalvin Cook. Okay. okay one player. But, but you're absolutely right, though. It's... I need to see his stats. Are you looking up right now? Yeah. All right, I'll, I'll continue to uh, with the uh, did, you triv- did you knows. Uh, his, his, the receiver that caught the Hail Mary, DeAndre Hopkins, uh, he now has five games of 100 or more receiving yards which is actually the most in the NFL this year. Dalvin Cook has the most. What? Sorry. Dalvin Cook has the most. He has uh, 12 touchdowns. Kyler Murray has 10 touchdowns. Kyler Murray is eighth in the league in rushing. Yeah. 
What the fuck? And second what in touchdowns. So <laughs> go figure. It's it's, it's it's pretty wild. Um, but yeah, like like I don't know if you guys heard, but DeAndre Hopkins has the most hundred yard receiving games this year, which is uh, just five actually. Yeah, that's surprising. I when I saw the number, I thought it would definitely be. Um, a, a Considering more. the amount of weeks played, it's it's a little surprising. Yeah, it's it's been ten weeks and only half and only half. So it's yeah, but he, like I said, he's he's one of those guys that can do it every single week in week out, and it helps that Kyler Murray is uh, as good of a quarterback right now. Uh, moving on, uh, so we t- I touched on I teased the Steelers. Uh, did you know a little earlier? Uh, so did you guys know that the Steelers have only forty four rushing yards this past week? Uh, I knew Connor had twenty two. Connor had 36. 36. Which now, means, he had 22 the week before. Yeah. Which means the other running backs on that team only had uh, eight. Well, backs. they only had like four or five carries. This is because Claypool didn't get a 70-yard rushing. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's just the start of it. Uh, but did you guys know this is the first time in NFL history uh, that a team – has rushed for fewer than 50 yards in three straight games and won all those three games. Nice. It helps when you're versus a shitty team. And, it, and the, rest of the, the rest of the league, teams that have rushed for less than 50 yards in the game are three, 14, and one. Nice. Who's the one? It's either one of those teams that are on tie. <laughs> <laughs> the Bengals. What are the Bengals? Eagles. Uh, Eagles. Eagles. That's it, right? Yeah. So one of those two teams had less than 50 yards rushing. If I had to guess, I'd say the Bengals. I guess most of those 14 uh, losses are the Jets. <laughs> it's quite possible. Yeah. Hey, 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 hey. Frank Gore gets like 40 yards a week. Minimum. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he does. That means the rest of the guys get less than 10. Yep. All right, moving on. Uh, let's touch on the Browns a little bit. Uh, did you guys know in the four games without Nick Chubb this season – the Browns did not score a single rushing touchdown and averaged only 95 yards a game, rushing yep. yards a game. Maybe. Well, they played tough opponents, man. In the five hey. games in the five games with Nick Chubb, the Browns have scored nine rushing touchdowns and are averaging 209 rushing yards a game. Obviously, they're better with Nick Chubb. They're much uh, better. Nick Chubb is a missing piece. He is a missing piece. He also helped Kareem. As soon as he came back, Kareem Hunt has so much value. Which is weird to say. Yes, no. Because you think volume will be king, but it's no, not. No, because Nick Chubb destroys – Nick Chubb wears down the defense and then Kareem Hunt finishes them. <laughs> he makes them cream. Exactly. Oh, boy. All right. And right, my, last, my last thing you know for today, uh, Josh Jacobs notched his seventh career 100 rushing yard game on Sunday. Um, he currently has the most by any Raider player in their first two seasons, which includes a Bo Jackson. Uh, I guess. You guys sound unimpressed. Fuck, fuck him. Okay. I know why Jack's unimpressed. Because <laughs> he had to face him this week. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's going to wrap up the Did You Knows uh, for this week 11 YFTS podcast. Then and that. All right. And we will give you the finisher, the finishing blow, the Mortal Kombat. Nine hit combo, whatever it is. Uh, what the bold predicts saying? right now. <laughs> a fatality, no, oh, yes, a fatality. It's a, 
I was trying to think not of what it was. Combo? <laughs> not a combo finishing hit. <laughs> no, it takes like nine it plus like nine buttons to get that fatality. I hate I, I hate trying to do those. Oh, it's I, awesome. I was though, never able can, to do it. It's awesome when you can get it though. One out of like a hundred tries, yes, it's awesome. Yeah, no, not for me. It's one out of a thousand. <laughs> All right, bold predicts time. You gotta do it. Bold predicts. Whoa! That's bold. That was very bold, man. Bold predicts. It's bold. Boldest thing I've heard all day. All right, bold predicts. Uh, I'll start it off. My bold predict this week is going to be Taysom Hill. Yo, you took my bold predict, bro. Oh, is it? Let's see if it's the same exact thing I'm going to say, okay? My bold is going to be very bold. Okay. I I was going to say he's going to throw for a touchdown. Rush for a touchdown and catch a touchdown this week. I said the same thing, but I named the people who's going to throw it to him and catch it. All right. Give, give it to me, Jack. We'll, we'll, we'll double team this one. I think Taysom Hill is going to throw a touchdown to Josh Hill and receive a touchdown from Emmanuel Sanders this week. I think he's going to receive hell? a touchdown. From, I think he's going to receive a touchdown from Josh Hill this week. <laughs> How about that, Jack? But Emmanuel Sanders throws a ball. And I think Taysom Hill's rush for touchdowns is going to be blocked by Josh How Hill. about Jameis Winston? <laughs> <laughs> Why is he not throwing the ball? <laughs> I'm just saying, I, that, that was my – I literally write, had this written down too. I should have went first. <laughs> <laughs> now you know uh, how it feels, Jack. I, I'll, pick some, I'll, I'll think of something else. I said but, just take one. Take one. Take one for the team. Oh, fine. Uh, Kirk Cousins will be a top three quarterback this week. Oh. I was so It's going to happen. Yeah, you, uh, you just disappointed me, Eddie. Sorry. Top three I'm, quarterback. I'm, I'm so, top I mean, three? Yeah, is that what yeah. you said? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean it's, it's pretty bold. But it's Good just cousins. not. It doesn't have, doesn't, have, doesn't have the pizzazz that ours did. Well, I mean, you're, you're picking Taysom Hill. <laughs> How can I compete against Taysom Hill? Don't pick Kirk Cousins. Pick someone crazier. I'm sorry. He's like a a boring dad. Did you see like that clip of him like cursing? Uh, no. He Wait, doesn't on, curse at all on the field. on Monday. He's like freak, freaking freak. Is freak, that uh? Freak. Is that Philip Rivers? No, it's him too. Oh really? He's a Christian man. Oh. He doesn't he doesn't curse you think at that's all? Hail Marys. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, but yeah, like he he. Whenever, like, he would uh, score a touchdown, instead of saying, yeah, fuck yeah, yeah, it would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. With, like, no uh, you know, dealing, Even though Dylan's having a bad year, he's leading the league in touchdowns. Receiving yes. Touchdowns. I knew that. It's pretty crazy. Uh, uh, I, I'll just pivot a new bubble dick, but I want to say I like to take some hill one, and those are going to hit. 100% going to hit. Don't worry. Okay. Because two of you guys agreed. It's going to be exactly two. What I said. Uh, I'll pivot my bubble dick, and I'll say Damian Harris breaks 200 yards this week against the Texans. Damn. Oh, wow. Boom. My, uh, this is my two weeks. My second – two out of the last three weeks, my bubble dick was Damian, Damian Harris. Harris. And we were right the second week. <laughs> we we were right the, when we, we declared it a bubble dick, but we were right when uh, we did it. Yes. So I'll say you break 200 yards against the Texans. Obviously, he's going to score a touchdown, too, if he has 200 yards. Or he doesn't. Or he that doesn't. That could be even bolder. That'd be awful. <laughs> 200 <laughs> yards, no touchdown. That's really bold. That'd be crazy, if you ask me. 
Probably the first time in NFL history. We'll have to see about that. And that's going to wrap up the bold predicts. And this week in the YFTS podcast. Uh, what do you guys think? What yeah, you guys, a good one. I'm actually excited? crying. You guys think, why are there onions being cut? No, crying uh, from laughter. Oh, it's the uh, Hail Mary? Yeah. <laughs> Hail, Hail Murray. Murray. <laughs> Hail Murray. <laughs> Hail Murray. Um, you guys excited for this playoff push? And you guys are fighting for a playoff spot, both of you? I am definitely not. I am not excited. Your Our team is crumbling. I um, really like my team. I, I don't know why I'm out of the playoffs. So there's some team in, the, in our league, the playoff teams, they don't look good at all. Nope. And I'm just jealous. I'm just being a hater. So. Just Jackson, Jackson is seventh seed right now, and Eddie's in the sixth seed, right? Yep. Fifth, six, no, I'm in sixth seed. Well, yeah. fifth and sixth is the same. They're both five and five. We're all, yeah. yeah. It's going to be close. It's going to be tight. It usually is uh, in our league. Um, yeah, it always is. So it'll come down to the wire. Kenny's, uh, I was supposed to say Kenny's game behind uh, out of the playoffs. Kenny started 0 and 5, right? Started 0 and 5, yeah. Now he's one game behind in the playoffs. Man, this guy has come back in his blood. He, like, he oh. does it so often. Imagine he's had a good start to a year. <laughs> Not a good start, just two wins out of the five. <laughs> um, all right, so that's going to wrap up uh, this week in fantasy football. Uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YFTS Podcasts. Uh, subscribe on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and anywhere else you can listen to podcasts. I want to give a shout out uh, to Peter, Peter Wong, who started his own podcast. Um, I'm not exactly sure what it's about. Uh, I think he just interviews comedians. Oh, so so did our trader Nick. He had a podcast too. I think he was a guest on a podcast. Uh, so, so three times in a row when he's uh, broadcasting their podcast, never broadcast our podcast. That's true. That's true. That's very true. Maybe they have a lot more listeners than we do. Maybe, but then they should. He should. He, he should be helping us, not them. Uh, he does help us. When did he, when was the last time he posted on his Instagram story? Oh, that's true. He hasn't done that. No. Exactly. <laughs> He does fill in for us when we need him, so that's, that's helpful <laughs> in general. Um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Do you know what Peter's podcast is called? Nope. Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know it either. Um, well, well, I'll be sure to follow up on that uh, next, next time. Week. Next time you call him out or you shout him out, you should know the name of the podcast. I should know. I should know. Um, I think you'll appreciate this anyway. This one's for you, Peter. We don't know your name in your podcast, but we'll throw it out there. <laughs> so go listen to it if you can find it. <laughs> I'll subscribe to subscribe to his um, Patreon, right? And you'll, you'll you'll you can find out about it there. Peter Wong. Peter yeah. Wong. His podcast is called You Are. You are. That's right. You are. Uh, go let's go check it out. Uh, should be good. I haven't listened to it yet. Uh, you think he, you think he you think he'll ever invite us onto the podcast? Definitely not. Especially uh, not you, Jack. Why? Because uh, he knows uh, it's gonna get weird. Why would two Asians, two Asians, the one podcast is uh, a little too much. Wow, that's racist. That's kind of racist, man. That's like, how you want to end when you. Uh, I don't know. What am I All saying? right, it's time. For, it's time we sign off. Yeah, uh, I... YFTS out. Peace. Bye. Later. Murder.